You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And one of the things that we love to do on this show is say hashtag narrative because we love to make fun of narratives, and especially when it comes to the NBA, which, look, basketball is a complicated sport to understand as far as understanding ball movement, where players are supposed to be, et cetera, all the different factors that go into five-on-five play. And... As a result, I think some people try and use storylines and narratives to try and make the game a little bit more manageable and easier to digest. But a lot of them are just, pardon my French, balderdash. So we figured Uh now would be a good time to go over some narratives that we think are absolute balderdash or things that could be clarified a little bit. And so, Joe, what what are a couple of narratives that stand out to you that perhaps we need to start questioning or doubting or calling balderdash? Well, we are in NBA playoff season. And what is the NBA built on? Narratives, storylines. You know, barbershop, bar conversation, just arguing about the goat of this and that and the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I, I think hand up that we're guilty of some of these things because you just kind of, you end up saying things that um, a lot of people are saying. And in the moment, maybe it feels like it's true, but a few, few obvious ones pop to mind. And, you know, the more I think about it, is this really true? I wonder. Uh, we're coming off... Uh, a plus 300 money line winner with the heat let's talk about the heat and what's the first thing you heard playoff jimmy playoff jimmy and he's getting steals he 35 points looks like he's uh 100 healthy we'll see is playoff jimmy a thing butler says it's not a thing he doesn't like it when people bring it up and then if you look at the stats comparing regular season to postseason well of course it would make sense that his postseason stats are better because he's playing more minutes because there isn't any sitting this game out, right? It is 100%. He, he's the kind of player, and most do, life on the line, doing everything you possibly can. Is playoff Jimmy a thing? Because I started to look at his career playoff stats, and I think some might be surprised that in Jimmy Butler's playoff career, including this year, he's averaging 21 points per game. We've seen his player prop this postseason at 30 and a half points per game because this playoff Jimmy thing didn't start until the last couple of years. This year, he's averaging almost 32 points per game. Last year, it was over 27 points per game. But before that is five years in Chicago, year in Minnesota, year in Philly, first two years in Miami, nothing spectacular. He would top out at 22 points per game. And early in his career, it was in the teens. So 
larger sample size, is playoff Jimmy a real thing? What if it's playoff coach Spolstra? What if that Could is be? the real thing? It's not playoff Jimmy, it's playoff Eric. I think that has something to do with it. <laughs> Doesn't have the same ring to it. Playoff, playoff Spo, Eric. Hey. Playoff Spo, it's very clunky. We'll we'll get back into the shop and figure out how to make it better, but I yeah. that's what I think it is. Like playoff Jimmy exists because A, he does miss games in the regular season, so there's that comparison. But also too, mm-hmm. Coach Spo knows how to use him better in the playoffs because he's such a matchups based coach and matchups based player that this is a better format for him compared with okay, random game, random situation, go. Is he at his prime in year eleven? That's hard to say. Mm. Mm. He's playing his best. Is he not? Yeah. I mean, so. I mean, I don't watch a ton of regular season heat games, but yeah, it seems like he's playing his best right now. (laughs) Perhaps. Yeah. It just cracks me up because, you know, I've talked about it six, seven years ago. I was hearing how he's not going to last in the league as hard as he goes. and, And here we are in 2023. And he's just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that you're right, though. After a couple of years with Coach Spo, playoff Jimmy, in that heat culture, as a leader of that team, nobody pushing up against it. Doesn't seem like there's conflict in the locker room like we've seen at some of his other stops, which is why he was there for a very short period of time. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's the perfect combination for Jimmy. Yeah, I I, think for me, like the playoff Jimmy thing, it's more like we don't hear about him dropping 56 points on a regular basis during the regular season. And even though he's not doing it every night in the playoffs, like you said, his points total is way below that. I think it's just those couple games here and there where you're like, wow, you know, 42, 56, (laughs) even though he might have a 25 in there and bring that average down. We also don't hear about him doing that in the regular season. Because there are just so many storylines out there. And I think other players tend to usurp the spotlight. So yeah, Jimmy Butler is great in the playoffs, but there are a lot of key star players who maybe they aren't in advantageous positions in the playoffs to make names for themselves, but Butler is. And that may also have a lot to do with what we call him playoff Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, just scrolling through the game log, he's never had a regular season game in the forties and fifties this season. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like he's done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think it's, maybe I just want to believe that Jimmy buckets playoff. Jimmy is a thing. It's like Santa Claus. Don't, don't crush it for me. Yeah, right. He is the tooth fairy flying around to the room. I think that's fair. That is fair. Okay, so here's one narrative that I want to talk about, and it involves betting on totals throughout the course of a seven-game series. I think we throw a lot of different things that seem very situational when it comes to, okay, well, the scene is shifting to the other venue. Therefore, that means we're going to see more offense or more defense. We're going to see a completely different kind of game. Or, you know, backup shooters don't perform as well in certain Mm. spots, et cetera, et cetera. Contextually, we throw a lot of narratives out there when it comes to totals that ultimately 
balance each other out at the end of the, you know, at the end of the season, at the end of a series. So one of the things that I did was you know, simple exercise. I took de- I took at or took every playoff game with every series in the last five years, and I just looked at their totals and said, okay, well, how how do these totals shape up from one game to the next? And so when I'm looking at say a total for a game one of any series your average is 218.4. Game two, it actually goes up by a point to 219.6. Now, keep in mind that that's a really small number, and it may not be statistically significant in terms of being able to use some actionable intel going forward. So game one, game two, roughly the same. Game three, four, and five are all roughly the same. You're going from 219 down to 217, but these are very similar numbers. It's not until you get to game six when you start to see a drop-off and say guys are getting exhausted, maybe shots aren't falling, maybe defense is stepping up. You get to 215 in game six, so it's roughly a two- to three-point drop-off once you get to that game. And then when you get to game seven, that's the ultimate drop-off, 199.4. So you're going from around 218 to 219, down to 215 in game six, and then game seven, it's less than 200. So if you're looking for a massive drop-off, it's in that game seven. And if you're seeing totals at 201, 202, right away you should start to look at the under. Meanwhile, game six may provide some value as far as looking at this overall trend over the last five years, but game seven is where you see the, the biggest drop-off as far as totals are concerned, Jack. Wow. Okay, so the sample is from the last five years, and just to confirm, this is you're going off what occurred final scores were not totals being put out there uh, by sports. Correct. Books. These are actual right. total, yeah. actual scores. Yeah, that is fascinating, fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what the takeaway that I'm hearing is, so it's pretty similar games one through five. It starts to drop at six, massive mm-hmm. goes off the cliff at seven. So if you right. see a big adjustment between games one through five, maybe there's an opportunity, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that, that they adjusted way too much, like the game we've been talking about a lot today, by going up by five points. So that's a betting opportunity. And then, of course, obviously, game seven. <laughs> Tip, I, I'd like mm-hmm. to see, like, what is the rate of unders in game seven? I'm, I'm sure that's got to be uh, hitting at an alarming rate. It is something where I think the market does adjust to Game 7, mm-hmm. but I would argue there are many times when it doesn't uh, go enough. Go enough. back to, uh, yeah, it doesn't adjust. You know, We talk about over-adjusting. I think there may be under-adjusting. So look at, say, uh, Boston and Philadelphia, that Game 7 from Sunday. That total was low. It was a 202, 203, something like that. I still like the under in this 